0: content repurposing it's about looking at creative and imaginative ways to turn the content that you are already creating into different formats in order to reach different audiences basically so
1: that is amy woods a digital entrepreneur expert in content repurposing and podcaster She helps online content creators just like you and me grow our audience by maximizing our return on every piece of content that we create. She's a founder of Content 10X, who provides content repurposing services to podcasters, video content creators, and bloggers. Today, we're going to learn a lot from her, such as her definition of content repurposing, why we need to consider repurposing, and what is the best practice for content repurposing. Also, what are the common mistakes that we need to avoid? All coming up for you for Godly MBA Marketing Beyond Ambition podcast, episode 04. Welcome to the Godly MBA, Marketing Beyond Ambition. This is the only podcast that will share and teach actionable and biblical marketing strategies to empower you, the value-based business owners and Christian entrepreneurs. Learn to communicate your message effectively in this noisy world so you can finally earn more, serve more, and give more. Now, here is your host, Kelly Botter. Hello, Kelly here. Welcome to the NBA Podcast. Thank you for being here. I know you have many choices. My team and I are super honored that you give us your precious time. If this is your first time, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any power pack episode. And your reviews on iTunes serves as a fresh dose of blessings to me and my team. We will really appreciate it. If you are like me and many fellow entrepreneurs, we spend a great deal of time and effort to create content to serve our audience. However, the situation we are facing today is our audience not only have choices of content formats, they also have choices of different platforms. Different platforms mean different culture and consumption habits. It means that we cannot just cut and paste from word to word across different platforms. That's why I invite my f- good friend Amy Wood to share her expertise with us. Now, let's check with Amy. Hello, Amy, welcome to the show. I'm so happy you are here.
0: Hi Kelly, it's brilliant to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well,
1: you are kind of one, uh, the, one of those
0: heroes.
1: <laughs> to save the day for the solo entrepreneurs, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that's
0: what I'm trying to be. <laughs> trying my best.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, in the intro, I uh, already, you know, uh, tell my audience that uh, you are brilliant, obviously, in the uh, repurposed content for, uh, for the leading entrepreneurs. But, you know, sometimes that we, when we are in the industry, we are kind of assume everybody knows what we're talking about. So just for the sake for maybe some emerging entrepreneurs and new ones, uh to really let them understand what is your definition of content repurposing.
0: Yeah, sure. And I think as you're right, people will have different definitions as well. So and um, so for me, um content repurposing, it's about looking at creative and imaginative ways to turn the content that you are already creating into different formats in order to reach different audiences basically so um you know it's not just about uh, say taking something in its existing format like a blog post and putting that blog posts in written format onto Medium or LinkedIn or it's not just about a video going from Facebook to YouTube it's it's more than that it's about reformatting as well it's respecting where you're going to send the content to looking at different ways to communicate the message um, and try and reach new audiences and I guess it maybe starts with what is content so like I see this as being any way that you are trying to communicate your thoughts, your ideas, whatever way you try to communicate that becomes your content. And then repurposing it is reformatting that message in a different way, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, so that you continually adding value to your audience, so that you reach in new audiences and you're focusing on the quality of the message and not just quantity of getting lots and lots of things out there but going deep with a message in different ways
1: yeah i love how you say it's help us to reach a new audience mm-hmm. because sometimes we thought well you know just yeah from one platform to the other uh just use the exactly the same wording same format mm-hmm. so that's actually bring us a uh, the, the the next question is w- why do we actually need to consider to repurposing our content i know it sounds like sometimes basic but you know uh i think we all
0: need to be reminded the why yeah i think there's a few different reasons so i think firstly it's that if you so it's, it is the reaching new audiences so if you have only a podcast that's great and you can produce really really great podcast episode but you just have to remember that not everybody listens to podcasts I mean I've got I know loads of people loads of friends of mine who don't know what a podcast is let alone listen to them so you know you're not reaching people who don't listen to podcasts but you put so much effort into the podcast it's a shame not to just use you know reuse that effort um, and reach people elsewhere so some people prefer to read some people prefer to watch videos. Some people really just kind of hang out on social media and don't really read or watch videos. yeah, exactly. so it, yeah it's about it's about firstly, so it's about increasing your reach. So and, and on that, I think it's important to say that people um, learn in different ways. Our brains are wired differently. So um, sometimes you have a message that you want to communicate and certain people will only really learn that message if they can, say, get some live interaction with you. And so you could do Facebook Live. They need to ask questions to understand. Some people, it has to be visual. You know, it, an infographic or something like that is going to talk to their brain and they're going to have that aha moment. So I think, in a way, it's also just finding different ways to allow your audience to have an aha moment. So I connect better visually. I connect better with a video. I connect that to just listening I just have to listen quietly (laughs) and so more aha moments with your audiences and by reaching different learning styles preferred methods more more audience reach so just firstly just getting out there and then I think also it's just about gaining authority as well and credibility and um, being able to show that you can communicate in different ways but when you're staying clear to that message that you have so again I suppose focusing more on the quality and the, and the deepness and sincerity of the message than just lots and lots and lots of content but actually I really want to communicate this and I really want to communicate it in lots of different ways so that I can show my depth of understanding and reach more people You're going to gain more credibility and more authority as well by doing that People will start to listen. I heard this really funny um, quote on a podcast the other day that said, by the time that you're sick of talking about something, that's about the time people start to listen. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is like the millionth time I've said it. People like, I'm listening now. So I think as well, you know, it's just um there's another say that a marketing i don't know who actually came up with this it's probably just like a big marketing company that did a study but that people need to hear something seven times for it to actually sink in so repurposing helps you do that too so um if if it's if it's yourself kelly and you're trying to get your audience to understand something and they heard you say it on the podcast and then they saw you mention it on facebook and then they you wrote an email about it as well and and there's a video about it and then they're like they start to I, okay i'm listening kelly <laughs> like, it's so, um, i think it's all about that and then it, it you know it, as a business it helps with the key things you know lead generation list building ultimately sales clients as well so yeah oh amy
1: you know you you made me feel so guilty i mean i mean entrepreneur right we are so <laughs> about like after this idea that's how about next right and yeah. then so it's like oh come on i already talk about that. I already wrote about that. Uh, this sounds so boring. I shouldn't talk about that anymore, you know? <laughs> but we, yeah. yeah, but we forgot, especially in this very distracted um uh, digital world now. I mean, my goodness, I was um uh, uh reading a book, uh, uh actually, actually it's a report, a white paper from a marketing uh, agency. And they, they were talking about you know 20 years ago. That we, you know, when there was, obviously, no Google, no, a lot of other things we have now. And then our attention span was 20 minutes, mm. 20 <laughs> minutes. And now it's like eight seconds, right? Yeah. So, crazy. so you are so right on. Yeah. if When I, let's say this podcast uh, goes out and, but then probably that people, by the time if they see my Instagram image, they say, oh, okay. I she talk about that and then maybe it's when hit them in email they say oh really that she has that podcast episode about
0: repurposing content (laughs) okay
1: people remember this
0: (laughs) yeah because I think you know we might sort of feel the fatigue of that message because it's always from us isn't it but we have to remember that it's not always the same people that see the end so it's kind of it feels more more like kind of repetitive for us than it does and I guess the good thing about repurposing is not being repetitive so um it's it's kind of it's the reformatting of it as well so it isn't just saying the same thing it's saying it in a slightly different way in slightly different format so but yeah I know I, I think um our attention spans it, it is crazy isn't it? like <laughs> 20 minutes wow <laughs> yeah
1: yeah can you imagine um uh, you know that those days we can sit around just in kumbaya. Yeah, those days, um, mm. anyhow. So actually, that brings us to the next question about what are the best practices when it comes yeah. to the repurposing content. You just kind of mentioned a little bit. We we not just like word to word the same exactly the same
0: style. Yeah. But. So I do have some best practices on that. So so um, firstly, it would be well. Let's just look at what you could repurpose. Firstly, so you could you've got maybe a back catalogue of content so lots and lots of previous let's say a podcaster or blog video but lots of content so one option is that you can repurpose from your back catalogue and your archives and things like that and bring things to life again and then the other option and you should probably do both but is to have a process of repurposing the content that you're currently creating so that's what we tend to do um at content to next and with the clients as well so it's always about repurposing something that you're just putting out but you can do either so you can look at old content if you look at older content then a best practice would be to look at analytics and see what are the most popular um, blog posts of the last six months or year or, or what are the most popular podcast downloads whichever stats you're looking at and then thinking to yourself, okay, that seems like a really popular topic. and um, what can I do to repurpose that now, to bring that to life again, to, to create more content from that? So going back to a really great, really well responded to blog post and maybe turning that into, you know, a video or some Instagram and Facebook images and uh, maybe an infographic, whatever slide share presentation if people are over on there. So that looking at your old or I'm um, always looking at how you can repurpose your current content. So the best practices with that, I recommend. Now
1: a word from our sponsor, Leadpages. Pages generates leads and sales for your business on the web, in emails, via text messaging, and on social media. It's one of my favorite tools because it has saved me and my clients a lot of time and money every single year. The drag-and-drop templates allow you to set up a proper trackable campaign in no time. And the newest feature called Checkout. It enables you to collect payment right from your pages with Stripe account. It's a no-brainer. You can join the 14-day free trial at kellybalder.com forward slash leadpages. Now, back to
0: the show. are to have um, a process have processes in place in order to get consistent with what you do so I always recommend if you especially if you're kind of doing it alone you don't have a big team to just say repurpose my content yeah. so alone, um then um, you know you most likely have a process already for Let's say it's a podcast. So you're probably going to have a process of, of of what you do and uploading it to your host and your artwork and things like that. So looking at adding an extra step onto a process that already exists is a really good and a best practice way to get consistent. Don't try and do you know everything at once and just try and repurpose everywhere because you're most likely might do okay the first few weeks or so but it'll it won't be you won't be able to continue doing that if you try and do everything at once so just adding extra steps onto existing processes I I really recommend but in terms of well what so what would I do I think it's important to look at when you know your audience so you might have a really good idea of where you're where you aren't so you're not creating perhaps any videos, you don't have anything on YouTube. If there's people who prefer to learn in that video way, then you're not really doing anything there. So look at at where you are and where you'd like to be because you know your audience are. And if you can change the format, then highly recommend that. So rather than thinking, how can I turn this written article to somewhere written elsewhere, or this audio to somewhere else, audio elsewhere. Let's look at turning the audio to video. Let's look at turning the written to visual. So try and change the format. Um, just to try and reach those new listeners. Know where your audience are. Don't if you don't have, you don't think you're gonna have people on say LinkedIn or et cetera, don't go there. Go to where you think people will be. Um, and yeah, just, just being consistent one step at a time and try and just change the format as much as you can. Um, I think that's really important. And also um, respecting the platform too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, ultimate respect for them. Like a big mistake people can make is, let's say, you know, thinking that people want to see exactly the same thing on, like, Instagram to LinkedIn. Well, no, yeah, you know, no. maybe sometimes like but not really you know respect the platform what are people there for people are on facebook to uh, mainly go on to interact with their friends aren't they and to have a sociable time so you want to go on there in that grabbing people in that more sociable mindset more kind of um fun like connecting mindset but if you're going to go on to youtube people are usually trying to hunt down something they want to learn something they want to search something it's more like a search engine type Play so um you kind of think that what kind of term what search term would people put into youtube and what kind of thing would they be expecting and you know it's kind of respecting the platform isn't it snapchat's very different to linkedin and so on and so forth so, um but yeah i hope that answers you sorry i'm talking quite a lot here kelly I like, like, no yeah. no so that that's a grab uh, a little bit back
1: so because i i know my audience by now, they are bubbling all the ideas. Yeah. And uh, let's see how can we kind of help them out a little bit, kind of give them a, a simple path of mm-hmm. uh, the process-wise. I will imagine, but correct me if I'm wrong, okay, Amy. Uh, I will imagine that I say, ideally, before we create each single piece of content, uh, either it's video, podcast, whatever, other uh, format, blog posts, uh that you know you do your research already. Let's say, right, is the keywords and all those things. Because ideally you want to be searchable, right? And then after you create that piece of content and your main core piece of content, uh depends on for me, maybe it's a podcast and video and for other for others maybe it's written blog posts and Mm. anything. And then let's say you said and done. But then now you, oh, and then in between what Amy suggests us is we put a one step, uh, the repurposing step mm-hmm. there. Say knowing that, let's say after this, today's interview, for example, that uh, then I probably already know that I will create like images for Instagram, right? Or yeah. images for uh, LinkedIn, but probably it's two different images because the culture of the platforms are so different,
0: right? Yeah. yeah. So
1: maybe in the uh in the Instagram, you know, I put beautiful Amy's photo on there, and maybe in the in the LinkedIn, maybe I make it more like professional looking, uh, ish, and then maybe a core there, something will grab the attention, uh, for those people are more in the corporate mindset, that kind of stuff. And uh but Amy also said after you've done that, um why she say only one step? Because yeah, I was thinking sometimes uh, uh ambitious we are. We try to say, okay, Amy said that the let me come on five platforms all at the same time. <laughs> and then probably two, three weeks later, we found ourselves burned out that yeah. we couldn't do anymore, right? Yeah. Um and so um then she also suggests us that in the, for the old uh, piece of content that you go back to see whether, whether it's uh, popular by your Google Analytics or I guess maybe by the most social share. Uh,
0: yeah. that, right, Amy? Yeah. yeah, I think you it, it's your analytics or just whichever way you see there's a really clear indicator that that is a very popular uh, topic that you could repurpose. So you're right, it could be analytics it could be how many shares you get in on social media or if you're looking in say Facebook you could look at your Facebook insights and see if you can see and then of course just um good old speaking to people too like if you have a membership site or something and something's becoming quite a hot topic at the moment and you're thinking to yourself um oh I should write a a blog post on that because it's really hot topic and I could help my audience at the moment let's say everybody's talking about something to do social media or something like that but then if you think but wait a minute actually last year I did write something that really would help everyone um, right now with this hot topic then And that's what you could bring back to life as well. And you might, if it starts off, say it was a blog post, perhaps you just initially review it to update it, make it more evergreen if it it wasn't already. But then repurpose that, you know, come, come up with different ways because you did so much hard work in creating it in the first place. Don't start creating something new. Just look at how you can uh, make the most of what you have. So, yeah, sometimes it's just observations as well, not just stats and analytics, but what's going on at the moment, what are people talking about as well.
1: Yeah, exactly, mm. Amy. So um, I know, I mean, we are friends, so I kind of know you behind <laughs> the scene that how hard it work and things, and then you help so many of us to move forward in our business to, uh, yeah, uh, as I say, the hidden hero, right? <laughs> so what is your one um, godly MBA moment? We call it like the moment you realize that all you're doing this um, in the business is more than just business transactions or more than pieces of content.
0: Do you know what? It is actually. I think it's for me. So f- from a business perspective, for me, it's um, creating opportunities for people who have started to work with me. So, you know, you and I spoke earlier, but the moments where I, I've been building a business that people are enjoying and I'm getting new customers and growing and offering opportunities to people that wouldn't have existed before. So, you know, building the team. And it's really humbling for me to be able to, um offer those like work opportunities for people but then the other side of that is helping my clients to do exactly the same so I've got a client and because we've been able to help her um focus on her business and not so much on doing all the content repurposing um she's been able to grow so much and she's been hiring more people and she's been helping more people and I think it's just the knock-on impact of if you help people to focus on what they do best and everyone gets in the zone of doing what they do best, it's just amazing what can happen. <laughs> um, and I think it's that. It's just really humbling for me to know that opportunities are coming from offering um, this process and building my team as well.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's a ripple effect that mm, yeah. you are you are creating, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Amy, I want to say thank you so much for having with me. And then I'm sure that, you know, uh, I mean, such so many golden nuggets. Uh, mm-hmm. We will put all the links, obviously, in the show notes. But just for now, to give a shout out at where we can find more of Amy.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you can find me on my website, content10x.com. And if anyone wants to get in touch, it's simply amy at content10x.com.
1: Here we go, people, that you know that if you want to repurpose your content and not go nuts, you know where to find Amy (laughs) now. Thank you so much, Amy. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. I hope that you have enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. As you have probably figured out that in order to have more attention, meaning more eyeballs on your content, that you spend so much energy and time to create for, yeah, you need to repurpose your content. And the main purpose for us to repurpose our content is so that we can have opportunity to share our story, our mission, of our business with more people, correct? The storytelling is the best way to do so. And there are three stories you need to master to stay tightly connected with your audience not just communicate with them, so that you can create an impactful and profitable business. And that's what we're here for, correct? I created a free guide just for this purpose for you. You can download it at katiebarler.com forward slash story. Again, that's katiebarler.com forward slash story. Did you know you can listen to our show on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, pretty much everywhere. That means if you use Alexa from Amazon at home, you can also give the command to play our show. Pretty cool, right? Please do subscribe and review at KellyBowler.com forward slash review. It helps more people can find the show. My team and I will really appreciate it. For all the goodies and the show note, please visit kellybotter.com forward slash zero four one. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Godly MBA podcast. For more actionable marketing tips and strategies and today's show notes, visit www.kellybotter.com.